Welcome to our new weekly bonus episode of This Week in the CLE, a quick look at the top stories of the past week, along with some lingering questions about those stories. This will be in addition each week to our regular episode, the discussion and analysis of the news by the reporters and editors at Cleveland.com. I'm Chris Quinn, editor at Cleveland.com. We are waiting to hear what school districts think of Larry Householder's plan to stop paying for schools with property taxes. The House Speaker this week suggested that the best way to end Ohio's unconstitutional funding method for schools might be to have the state collect money from people statewide and then apportion the money fairly. Voters in school districts would still have the option of taxing themselves to give their districts a boost. The question here is whether Householder legitimately is looking for a solution to the 1997 Ohio Supreme Court ruling that declared school funding unconstitutional, or if this is just another in a very long series of steps by the legislature to reduce the power of local governments. The mysteries are numerous in a long-standing investigation of Cuyahoga County government. We don't know exactly what prosecutors think County Executive Armin Budish might have done, but we know that they have all of his email. We don't know where their investigation of jail guards is going, although they have charged several with abuse. And we don't know exactly why they just sent a subpoena for records involving Bio Enterprises travel and tax records during its stewardship of the Global Center for Health Innovation, formerly known as the Medical Mart. What we do know, after filing a public records request, is that bioenterprise expense reports for such things as a $1,900 dinner were rejected as inappropriate by the quasi-public agency that handles the Global Center. Whether those expenses ultimately were approved, or whether the expenses constitute a crime, well, only time will tell. Bioenterprise recently walked away from its deal to manage the building. Bob Higgs, the Cleveland.com City Hall reporter, expects Cleveland City Council to give quick approval to Mayor Frank Jackson's plan to build a police headquarters along Opportunity Corridor, the road that will connect Interstate 490 to University Circle. So don't look for a lot of questions from council about how putting a government building on the most expensive road in county history fits with the vision for that road. Planners long have said economic development would follow the building of the road, but the police plan would simply move 600 jobs from downtown out to the corridor. Could the economic hardship of a Cleveland suburb lead to the first merger of municipal courts in Cuyahoga County? And if it does, is that the first step in getting to a countywide municipal court system? Cleveland.com reporter Pete Krause proposed merging the Garfield Heights Municipal Court with Cleveland's as part of his ongoing Justice for All series about court reform. Surprisingly, the mayor of Garfield Heights is open to the idea, and so are some other mayors whose cities use the suburban court. State legislators would have to help by reorganizing the court structure, but this could be a big step forward in efficiency, fairness, and, frankly, common sense. The long-anticipated Play It Loud exhibit is finally in Cleveland following its long run at the Met in New York. The exhibit of iconic guitars and other instruments used for rock's best-known music and performances opens this week at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
instruments used by Chuck Berry, the Beatles, Bruce Springsteen, Prince, and many others will be at the museum for most of next year. Only New York and Cleveland are hosts for this exhibit, and at the Met, tickets were hard to come by. It's the biggest exhibit ever hosted at the Rock Hall and will be spread throughout four floors. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of This Week in the CLE, the quick look at the big news of the past week. Look for new bonus episodes wherever you get podcasts each Saturday morning. But then come back Thursdays for our full episodes, the big discussion and analysis of the news by the reporting and editing team here at Cleveland.com. 